0: It's a Love Your Wife Podcast, the Love Your Wife Podcast, the Love Your Wife. Love Your Wife Podcast, the Love Your Wife Podcast, the Love Your Wife Podcast, Love Your Wife. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Frickin' Frack Foods. This is five star in a jar made with San Marzano tomatoes, no sugar added, No preservatives, no seed oils, crafted by hand in small batch production. Once you try this sauce, there's no going back. If you live in the South Florida area, and I think mostly in the United States, wherever there's a Sprouts, they sell this sauce. Uh, They just had a deal, buy one, get one 50% off. Um, If you are in Georgia, they sell them in Publix. So this sauce is getting pretty popular. If you go buy the Sprouts by my house... There's just not going to be any left because we always buy them all up. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Flashover Action Shots. Freelance sports and action photographer, firefighter owned and operated. She took action shots for me and my band at the performance that we had recently. And the photos were absolutely incredible. If you're in need of action photographer and you live in South Florida, Flashover Action Shots is for you. This is the Love Your Wife Podcast with your host, Dennis Byrne. Today's episode is going to be a solo recap episode on the last four episodes that I've had, where I interviewed Dominic Andrea Mazzella de Bosco, Aaron Finkelstein, Luigi Rotundi, and Michael Exposito. The purpose of this recap episode is to go back and highlight some of the things that I took away from each individual episode And just in case that hour and a half to two hours that I typically do for a podcast scares you or you don't think that you have enough time to uh, listen to all of them, then this is the solo recap. Um, And basically, if I say something in here that kind of resonates with you and you can hear which person said it and go back and listen to their individual podcast. So this is the reason why I do the solo recaps. And uh, I just point out the key points and I try to give my um, opinion of what was said and how they meant it. And uh, hopefully it can help you in your relationship because all we're trying to do here is get better, right? My friend Dom, I'm going to go over his first because his was the first one that dropped out of these three. One of the things he said was, was in the reference to can men and women just be friends, right? or flirting. So one of the things he said is, he said, don't let another female think that they have something over your wife. I think those are pretty strong words. So I'm going to break that down. Okay. What does that mean? Don't let another female think that they have something over your wife. I referenced this briefly in the Michael Exposito podcast. Basically what he means is, you can't have a friend that's a female, that's not your wife, that you divulge more information to than your wife. And they then say something to the effect of, well, well I can't talk to my wife like this because that person is going to feel that power. They could, they're going to say, oh, well, he could talk to me. Um, you don't want anything like that. You don't want any kind of female thinking that they have something over your wife. Anything, yeah, I mean, it could even be cooking. It could be, it could be something uh, simple or trivial. But even if it comes down to tr- speaking of trivial trivia, anything, anything. So, I really appreciated that point that he made. Another point that he made was, he said, "The only person or the only people that's going to know how much time that you worked is your family." because you're not going to be there when you're working it. So, I think that's in reference to when you're working a lot of hours, you might be thinking, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the boss is really noticing. Oh, I got to I got to work more hours. I got to you know, especially in the governmental jobs, you know, I can work overtime and stuff like that and make more money. But it's not like people around me are going to be like, "Oh yeah, look at him, look at him go." Like, wow. I think for the most part Unless you have something that's going on where you need to make that money, if you're just working overtime to work overtime, or you're working harder to work harder, I think a lot of people, including myself, they might be thinking, oh, well, they just don't want to go home. Maybe their home life isn't great. So that could be something to think about. And like he said, those people that you work with, they might not even realize it. They might not even realize that you're working that hard or working that much, but your wife and your kid or your kids, they're going to notice. So I thought that was very interesting. And, you know, I, my wife makes it known. So if you are working a lot of overtime hours and you're good financially, then maybe cut back a little bit because you're missing that time with your wife and your kids so next I'm going to go to Aaron Finkelstein, a Aaron Finkelstein. It was nice to talk to him. That was like uh, my first or second time actually interacting with him. So it was a pretty clear-cut interview, and I think it went very well. Um, so one of the things that he talked about was part of his previous uh, relationship. And uh, then he talked about like the contrasts to his previous to his current one. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, He talked about, there was a question that he wanted me to bring up, which was the, do you fart in front of your, or poop in front of your spouse? And uh, I know that everybody is different, but if your wife is giving you some sort of issue, if you're doing that, pooping or, you know, farting in front of your wife, then maybe it's something to take into account, because he had referenced that when he... Was in uh, his previous marriage, she would always like be like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta poop, can you know, I gotta take a shit or something like that." And I feel like <laughs> it's good to be comfortable with your spouse and significant other, but at the same hand, like, don't you want a little bit of mystery? You know, the way I kind of view it is, um, I don't want my wife to think that I'm disgusting in any realm. You know, now sometimes I'm going to be working out or smell bad or whatever, but I don't want her to look at me in disgust, period. You know, I want her to look at me and be like, oh, okay," like he's sexy or he's taking care of himself. So I feel like that that's a two way street there. Like I I really don't want to be disgusted with my wife, you know, (laughs) or somebody you have sex with. So I thought that was a pretty good point that he had brought up. That was a good question. I appreciate that question from him. Um, another thing he said was, uh, he was talking about his wedding. Uh, he's not currently married. He plans to get married in the future, but he wanted to make sure everything was uh, done correctly. He's been with his significant other now for seven years. So what he talked about was uh Eloping. And uh, I think it's maybe because of the TV shows, the movies that we watch growing up, they always look at eloping in a negative light, right? Like somebody's pregnant, um, you know, you hear about the shotgun weddings um, or maybe they're too young and, you know, people don't want them to get married or maybe they're just not right for each other and they're getting crap from everybody else. So what they want to do is go elope. Oh, man, wouldn't that be cool? to go elope. So he didn't mention it like that. And I thought it was fascinating. He mentioned it in a way that it's only going to be him and his wife at the wedding because he was married before and he knew that everybody there and it was a great day. It was a great reception. He said, but he didn't get enough time to spend with his wife during that wedding. And after further review, you know, I didn't either. You just don't get as much time. It's like a five, four hour thing. And, uh, you're getting pulled in every direction and constantly doing things. And I'm not saying that it's negative at all. I very much enjoyed my wedding, but I didn't get to spend as that much time with my wife. I mean, that's just the facts. And, uh, the time that we did spend together, it wasn't relaxing. It was more like, Oh, I got to be here. I got to do that. Uh, You know, I got to cut the cake. Hey, go go talk to people. And it was just like getting pulled in every single direction. So that was a point that he made reference to that. Also, the point was the reason why he wanted to go to Vegas and elope was because when things go bad, when things go poorly, the ups and downs of your marriage or your relationship, there's only going to be one person that's going to be there, possibly the kids, if you have them, but there's only going to be one person that's going to be there. It's not going to be, you know, the 150, 75, if you had a big wedding, 200, 250, 500 people that are in that room when things are starting to go crazy. You know, they're not in the room day to day with the arguments, dealing with the life daily. It's you and your wife. So that was his point, And I thought it was a very good point. Once again, I'm not bashing and I would never bash because, I like I said, I very much enjoyed my wedding. But I thought that that was an interesting point, an interesting uh, perspective. So that's why I'm bringing it up now. All right, so the Expo, uh, Michael Exposito, I call him Expo. He's my ex-partner. I know him pretty well. It was nice to talk to him and um, get his perspective on certain things. And uh, the two things that I wanted to point out is in reference to the flirting. I asked this question, uh, the question being, how do you deal with women flirting with you? And the reason why I bring that up is because some dudes can't handle it. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship they're in. If anybody gives them a green light, they can't handle it. Um, Aaron Finkelstein, he referenced just being strong in the moment, You know, being disciplined, uh, not giving in, just no, flat on your mind. It's not going to happen. So when I was talking to expo about it, he said, like, how do you know when somebody's flirting with you or just being nice? And I can tell you from, for me personally, I am not nice when it comes, comes to that stuff. Like I, if, if I'm not your friend and you're a female, then I'm not going to be nice to you. And, uh, that's something that I, I, I don't know if I need to work on. But <laughs> but uh, what Expo was trying to say was um, you don't know if that person is just trying to be friendly. And there's no reason to not have an interaction with somebody else. So I was like, okay, yeah, that, that makes a level of sense. But I said, well, when does that all change? And he said, when that changes, the thing that changes everything is a physical touch. So he said that when they're having a conversation, and it could be flirting, could be not, when it goes to the physical touch, that's when he says, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, um, I got to go, enjoy your drink, and then leave. So I thought that that was a very good point. Physical touch, that could be your little red flag there. He referenced that the only reason why a female would touch a male is because they're interested especially in a flirting kind of uh, vibe. So I thought that that was very interesting, and I thought that was something that I I may may even take into account in the future. I mean, I don't really get in those situations, but maybe in the future. Um, So another thing that he referenced is arguments. This one was very interesting, and I think I might actually adopt this one wholeheartedly, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, He was talking about how when people fight and they make up from those fights, they typically just say, like, I'm sorry, or they get the silent treatment until it's been long enough and they just go about their day as normal with maybe not even a sorry. But he said when his um, fights end, one of the things that he does and makes sure that he does is that he seals it with an embrace and a kiss. So without that, I'm sorry, hug and a kiss, they're not good. They can there can be a oh, I'm sorry. But you know, everybody's been in that situation where the I'm sorry is not heartfelt. It's more like, "Oh, fine, I'm sorry," you know. But if you can seal that with a hug and a kiss and that physical touch, look each other in the eye, and kind of mean, and even if you don't mean it at the time, when you hug somebody and look in their their eyes, your you know your wife that you don't want to be in pain or hurt, then uh, yeah, I think that can pretty much solve some of the issues there. Your wife could also have a whole bunch of medical issues that you know it's just so hard to deal with. But as men, we have to stand by our wives, we have to protect our wives, and we have to do everything that we possibly can for our wives. So to listen to that podcast and hear how he stood by her, despite all the things that had happened, I think it was really uh, motivating, you know? So I was very happy that he was able to come on here and talk about it. And uh, if you have the opportunity, guys, if you have any kind of autoimmune issues and you're not sure what's really going on and the doctors are kind of, uh, beating around the bush and they're kind of gaslighting you and they they don't really want to tell you what's going on or maybe they don't even know what's going on as we find out as medical professionals is for the most part sometimes if it's not a clear-cut thing then they don't know what's going on they don't know how to look into things um, I would highly suggest you go in and listen to that podcast with Luigi Bertundi it was very informative and great to talk to him so yeah that was the recap episode that's the end of it of the uh, four guests with their two points that I took away from it and uh, they had a lot more great points that's just if, if you um, don't have the opportunity to go back and listen to them but if you've heard something some of the points that they made that kind of resonate with you go ahead and listen to the whole episode and I'm sure you can take away a lot of things from it because all we're trying to do here is trying to get better right so um, if you have any questions, if you have anybody that you want to come on to the podcast, um, husband, if you know somebody, an, an uncle, grandfather, father, please let me know. Go to the Love Your Wife podcast on Instagram, Love Your Wife podcast on Facebook, or if you don't have the kind of social media, you can uh, go to Love Your Wife podcast at Gmail. And uh, you can go ahead and give me the people's names. I'll reach out to them, give you the phone number or whatever. I'll reach out to those people. I've had a couple people reach out to me. I'm more than willing to talk to anybody. I'm sure that anybody has good information about how you could do better and how we can all be better. Um, but also, if you have any questions that you want me to start asking, uh, then feel free to do the same. Go to the Love Your Wife podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Gmail, and let me know. All right, thank you. This concludes the podcast, and I just want you to know that it's okay to love your wife.